0: are listening to the 90 days later podcast with me anna charles this is episode number five welcome to the 90 days later podcast where i show you how to stop over drinking in 90 days without missing out on life if you're not an alcoholic but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no you're in the right place happy tuesday everybody hope you're well Hey, I'm really delighted you've tuned in today as I have a humdinger of a topic. It's something I lived through for years and it's something that comes up all the time when I talk with other women who want to change their relationship with alcohol. It's a kind of Jekyll and Hyde thing. So here's the situation. You want to cut back the booze or maybe even stop altogether but you have this abiding kind of lingering fear that it will be boring to not drink so you end up kind of putting the brakes on any forward movement because you don't want to be in that situation where you're bored i remember thinking it would be so dreary to not drink right you go to these events and oh my gosh the tedium of not drinking But in any case, I had this image where I'd go out somewhere and everyone around me would be laughing and connecting, having a whale of a time while I'd sort of stand there, stand around nursing a fizzy water, feeling out of place, alone, miserable and deprived. And my goodness, who'd want to be in that situation? So if that's you, in today's podcast, I'm going to provide strategies to help you deal with those moments when you get into thinking it's so boring to not drink, and how you can avoid derailing or sabotaging your progress. So first I want to say, boring is an emotion that you create in your head, right? It's not just something that happens. It's not some fixed constant that option A is quote-unquote boring, and the option B isn't. One person's boring is another person's dazzling excitement. So consider this, you can invite me to an intimate gathering with the designers of some brand new car, where they would all be there and they'd all explained all the technical processes and give hands-on VIP, never seen before access to all the newly invented gadgets and gizmos. You could get a test drive and so on. And I'd likely roll my eyes and say how boring it sounds, right? I'd probably not even go, even if it were free, right? To me, that would be boring. But invite a car fanatic to the same event and you'd get a totally different reaction they'd bite your hand off. They'd probably even pay for the privilege. So boring isn't something that we experience in the same way. It's not something that just happens. It's something we create in our minds. And this is important, this is really important to know, as it means you really do have control over your emotions that you feel. It means I can choose to think it's boring to not drink. And I can choose to think, of course it's not boring to not drink. But back to the feeling of boring itself. Most people do their level best to avoid boring. And we do this in a number of ways by distracting ourselves, things like chilling out with Netflix or strolling through Instagram, rather than just sitting with the feeling of being bored. Or we numb the feeling of boredom by escaping through things that give us pleasure, things like alcohol, and we don't do this because you know we're stupid and we haven't got our best interests in play. We do this because it's in our nature, because our brain is wired to work along three lines. To seek pleasure, i.e. through things like alcohol. So we seek out alcohol to avoid pain which means avoiding things like boredom and to do as little as possible so that we can serve our energy for when we really need it now these three things put together are often called the motivational triad they're all focused on safety and security and above all else on our survival yup i said it the brain is designed to seek pleasure all in the name of evolution This is why things like eating and drinking, and I'm not even talking alcohol here, but natural things like water even, make us feel good. As humans, we need to eat and drink to live, to survive. So we get pleasure from eating and drinking. It was a form of incentive to get us to face the dangers lurking outside so that we would ensure we got enough to eat and drink that day so that our ancestors could survive. Now, while boredom, especially in these this day and age, is not a threat to our survival, it is an uncomfortable emotion. And to our brains, therefore, our brains interpret this as a kind of pain. It's something our brain wants to avoid, which is where alcohol comes in. Because we have taught our brains that alcohol, having been blended and concentrated to provide intense hits of pleasure, gives us programmed relief to emotions that don't feel good. In other words, we've taught ourselves that drinking turns something boring into something fun. You're suffering a tedious conference, Well, it's made acceptable by trays of alcohol being handed round. Maybe you're attending a family wedding you just can't get out of, well, made all more bearable by chilled Prosecco. But while alcohol will give you the dopamine hit, it'll give you that buzz, the buzz that tells your brain all's well with the world, everything's great, I'm having a great time. Nothing's really changed, right? It's the same tedious conference you're attending. You're at the same family wedding you were desperate to not go to. And I found this out all the time. Because drink in those situations is just making you think that events and parties or activities or even being with certain people, right, get that one, huh, is better than it is. But drinking really is changing nothing. It is simply making things tolerable. And this is important because there is a huge distinction between having fun and finding something tolerable. Please don't mix these two up, just as I once did. Looking back, I know there were certain relationships, certain experiences that I was making tolerable by drinking wine. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been tolerable, and guess what, I wouldn't have had them in my life. There was a friend, for instance, I had, who the only thing we ever did together was sit in a bar and drink. I mean, that was it. Without the alcohol, I would never have found the experience tolerable enough to keep something I would carry on repeating. Certain meet and greet parties, cocktail parties, I tolerated because of the booze on tap. But the much more interesting question becomes, do I want a life that's only tolerable if I'm drinking, or do I want to change my life so I don't actually need to drink to make it tolerable? Alcohol prevented me from looking at this objectively. And the key is that you don't have to change your life first in order to stop drinking. So many people want to do, they want to control things, control their environment, think get all these things straight, and then I'm going to stop drinking. No, if you stop drinking first, then really the, the, the blinkers come down. You'll really see what's true about each experience. You'll find out things like what makes an experience good. Is it the food or is it the alcohol or something else? Or is it the experience itself and how you show up and interpret it, right? Is it down to you? I know that drinking made me think that certain acquaintances and friends and activities and relationships were much better than really they were. But I would tell myself it's boring to not drink and I keep on drinking and keep on you know, doing the same things, tolerating the same people, tolerating the same events, when all I really needed to do was decide what I wanted and to make those changes in my life. Without alcohol, I now make many more conscious decisions. Now, I wanna be clear, this doesn't mean I'm happy 100% of the time and it doesn't mean I never feel bored. But I'm not papering over an emotion by trying to convince myself that things are better than, they're se- than they seem. I certainly wouldn't go around thinking it's boring to not drink and that therefore the, the drink itself would make the thing better. No, instead I make conscious decisions. Now, these decisions may include not going to the event or the meeting or hanging out with the person whom I can only tolerate with alcohol in the mix, right? There's a decision point that comes from these changes. I understand now that finding things boring is part and parcel of being human. That it's not all going to be days of deep joy and contentment. So learn to navigate those moments when you feel bored Be willing to have a boring time without the need to pretend it's good by dulling the experience with alcohol, without having that sense of entitlement that so many of us have to escape through alcohol and then to pretend that everything's great all of the time. Don't go to war with boredom. Don't get into all the drama. Oh my God, it's so boring without a drink. Because boredom comes disguised as an urge willing you to distract yourself instead stay with the emotion of boredom what does it feel like in your body for me i get an ache in my lower back and a certain tightness across the middle of my shoulders and an overwhelming desire especially in group settings where i don't know many people to want to just stay quiet and count the minutes until i can leave and this is why i would think it was boring to not drink so by drinking these kind of events and you know, this pain it would go away In other words, I used that feeling of boredom to disguise my fear at my lack of confidence and not finding it easy to talk to people I don't know. And that made me feel guilty and embarrassed. So you can see that the boredom is actually showing up in disguise. It was hiding these emotions of guilt, embarrassment, and lacking confidence that are really the drivers for the emotion and really where I should be focusing my attention. Drinking was keeping all this hidden from me. And things changed when I decided that instead of drinking over these feelings just to keep things tolerable, I would use coaching to evolve into the next version of myself, which is how I help my clients today. To find out what's going on, to find out what's causing the belief that it's boring to not drink and dealing with that head on. So you get to see how much more enjoyable life can be When you have the full experience, it really is the difference between papering over the cracks to stripping back to the bare wall and building up from a strong foundation to live, not to tolerate. It's the difference in how you show up and interpret life, how you show up and interpret events, interactions with others, and all of that makes such a huge difference. As I said at the start of the show, boring isn't a given. The next time you're facing an experience where you habitually tell yourself it's boring to not drink and you reach for the glass of the white wine to tolerate the experience, first ask if you really have to go. Is this something you want to keep in your life? If the answer is yes, then do some planning. Expect that thought to come to you, right? It's boring to not drink. Be ready for it. Turn your focus to other people. This is a great, great tip I was given. Think about who you'll meet. Old friends, maybe people from the family you haven't seen for ages, or new acquaintances who in time could become friends. Think about questions you could ask, about conversation topics you could start. Ask yourself, how can you help? Of course, you know, this won't work if you're at an event at a hotel or something. But if you put service first and you relegate stewing in your own emotions to something else, making yourself of service makes that your primary goal, puts the attention and focus on other people. I once did a bet with a friend. Um, we, were, we had been invited to this cocktail party and it was just one of those tedious things that you, you do sort of have to be seen to be going to. But I once did a bet with a friend that we would see who could speak to the most people at that cocktail party. Right, Sort of had it set up as a game. My goodness, it was a revelation. I ended up having a really great time and I put it down because I wasn't in the headspace of thinking, oh my gosh, how long have I got to be here? This is, this is awful, I don't wanna be here. But my focus was on contribution and connection. I can tell you this, I certainly was not thinking oh, it's boring to not drink. I didn't have time to drink, I was having too much fun. So in summary, you create the emotion of boring in your mind. There's a huge distinction between finding something fun and tolerating it, alcohol does not make other people events activities conferences weddings whatever more fun it's how you show up and interpret life the events other people interactions with others that makes a difference if you're using alcohol to get you through these situations instead i suggest you question whether you want to have those events activities people whatever in your life Because when you see the truth in situations, you'll see it's not boring to not drink alcohol. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review and share with someone you love. And if you have any questions, you can reach me at anna at 90dayslater.co. I'll see you next week. If you want to achieve total freedom around alcohol fast, having a coach is the way to make it happen. So I'm inviting you to a discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit. This is a completely free of charge, no strings attached call. You can sign up in the show notes or by emailing Anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.